Welcome, Soul Fam. You're listening to Let the Sunshine In Podcast. I'm Sarah Beth Sulio, aka Princess Sunshine, the heart healing singing shaman and founder of Royal Hummingbird Sacred Healing Arts. I'm in search of connecting with my soul family. I've been walking my hero's journey for quite some time now, and I'm ready to join forces in a more intentional way to collaborate with those on a similar path to being of service in the highest and best way possible. I'm here to share my experiences, my medicine and wisdom, and to also connect you to some amazing souls I have met along the way. Consider me your biggest cheerleader, your number one fan, because I believe that anything is possible 100% of the time. So let's dream big, shoot past beyond the stars, and bring a new world into being. Why? Because we can. I'm so honored to share this time and space with you because I'm sharing all my love, spreading joy, and shining light on all that is. I hope you enjoy this episode of Let the Sun Shine In. Do you know what time it is? It's shine time. 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 It's shine time, shine time. Come on. Hello, hello, sunshines. Welcome back to another episode of Let the Sunshine In podcast. I'm your host, Princess Sunshine, and I'm super duper excited that we get to share this time and space together. I'm here today to bring to you my experience of my Mary Magdalene pilgrimage in France that I recently went on. And um, before we get started with that, I do want to apologize for my absence the last three weeks. I had every intention of recording episodes and publishing them as I went, but lo and behold, by the time I got to France... Things weren't flowing the way I had hoped, so I decided to just give myself some grace and say, you know what, we'll just get these episodes going when I return back to the U.S. So here we are, and you guys, I I was giving myself a hard time because of the fact that I'm supposed to be publishing episodes every Tuesday, and I literally failed the last three weeks, and But at the same time, I'm thinking, you know what? There really isn't any rules here other than my own. So I'm just going to get back on it and just become more consistent from this day on. And that's what we're going to do. So (laughs) there you go. Now, before I even go into the experience, I do want to talk about how I learned of it, how I manifested my way to France, and then basically where I'm at today. So I first learned about this pilgrimage back in June, June 16th to be exact. I received a newsletter from my sound healing facilitator, mentor, and brother, Thomas Kiernan Owens. And basically he mentioned that he was holding a pilgrimage, Mary Magdalene pilgrimage in France. And it was basically a roll call for souls who felt the call to go. And literally, I kid you not, I read the email, I read the the copy that was on the website, which really didn't have much, but I knew in my heart and soul that I had to be there. So again, when I read this, I felt it in my body as a full body fuck yes. 
So I decided that day when I received that newsletter to apply um, to become a participant of this pilgrimage. Now, granted, you know, I knew that this is where I wanted to go. I did not have the extra funds to make payment right then and there. So what I did was I actually asked for signs. I prayed for signs to see if this was like where I needed to be, what I had to do, basically asking for like direction and guidance. Again, June 16th was when I got this email. June 17th, I was actually on my way up to the valley, um, which is basically two hours from San Diego, about two hours from San Diego. And on my way up to the valley, um, I was experiencing some tire issues. So I decided that I should get my tire replaced um, on my way up there. So I stopped and I Googled for the nearest um, tire shop. And lo and behold, there was one that was literally like uh, 1.7 miles away. As I'm going to get to this tire place, I noticed what the exit said. The exit said, Avenida Magdalena. Boom, sign one. <laughs> Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, is who I was planning to go honor and love and respect and, and you know, pay my respects to. And so knowing this, I was like, okay, that's sign number one. All right. Okay, so, you know, I get my tire replaced. We go have our weekend in the valley. Then we come home. June 19th, I go and see a client of mine. Now, this client I've been working with or starting to work with um, because we decided to work on a three-month project together. And I was explaining to my client how this opportunity came and how I'm super excited that I knew in my body this was a fuck yes. Now I just needed to manifest my way there. So, you know, of course, you know, I was giving all my excitement and whatnot. We go through the session. I'm feeling great after my session. And then I go on with my days and my weeks, right? And so, I kid you not, a week later, I get a card in the mail. Well, first of all, let me back up. June 19th was when I saw my client. Ten days later, I received the acceptance letter from my facilitator saying that I got accepted into the pilgrimage and obviously the steps of what I needed to do to, you know, get moving forward with, um, you know, reserving everything. The same day, I received a card in the mail with a $500 check. Now, I kid you not, I, this was definitely not expected, but this $500 check basically came with the note of, you know, thank you for being you, and I can't wait to hear about your experience from France. Now, this $500 check was more than half of what the retreat cost. So I was like, holy moly! wow, I am totally being supported here. Like, what is going on? And I kid you not, it did not take me very long to come up with the rest of it, um, you know, because to be quite frank with you, it was $888. Uh, 
So really, I had to come up with a $388 to pay off this, this pilgrimage. I kid you not, I came up with two clients right after that and boom, paid off. Like what? How amazing is that? And that was all within two weeks, two weeks. Okay, now Okay, two weeks. Okay, retreats paid. Now, you know, I go on and, you know, I'm not worried so much about, you know, my flight yet because I had some time. But yet then here comes August. A month away, I'm like, holy crap, I got to get on this. I need to come up with my plane ticket. And when I was looking, it was coming up at like 1500 1800 round trip. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Why did I not like get this sooner ah, lo and behold um i'm praying i'm asking i literally go and ask for help i sit, literally sit in silence and then i i call up to yeshua and mary magdalene and i say mary magdalene yeshua i am coming with deep reverence to honor and respect to walk your path to remember my soul remember my history Please, if this is truly, truly for me, please make this easy. Make, allow this plane ticket to come with grace and ease. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I trust that this is what's going to happen because I'm putting my heart and soul into this. I really am coming from my heart with this. And I kid you not, a big chair event comes along. It gets approved on August 14th. I was able to secure my plane ticket as well as the extra hotel night stay. And, oh man, like, what the heck? <laughs> Everything is just falling in my lap, you know? I'm like, all right, I am truly meant to be here. Like, I got my, I paid for my retreat ticket within two weeks. I prayed literally at like the beginning of August and August 14th was when I got this approval. So again, that was another two weeks. And then, so of course, like my whole trip was settled, right? Of course, where there's um, flow, there's also some obstacles. And this is where it's going to get a little tough for me. So if I get a little emotional, I'm just going to let it flow. But Oh, man, so here's the obstacle part. Now, again, I felt into my heart, everything, everything relating to this pilgrimage flowed. It came with grace and ease. The part that was a an obstacle or something that I actually am still dealing with is having to tell my partner that I'm going on this trip. Now, we've had some instances where... Well, I'm just going to say straight up tell you, like, there's some abandonment issues that we're dealing with. And so when I told my partner that I was going on this trip, he basically said, if you go on this trip, we are breaking up. And obviously I went on this trip. <laughs> but really, when that actually was told to me, I had to sit back and, you know, reflect a little bit. like wow, if I go on this trip, it's going to cost me my relationship. Well, 
honestly, as I think about my whole relationship, I'm like, yo, this is, I know deep in my soul, in my heart, in my body that I'm supposed to be there. And there was no question about that. And so I literally was like, okay, if that's the course that needs to happen, this is the course we are taking. I am 100% taking ownership in my decision to go and my decision to risk this relationship because, again, I knew in my heart I needed to be there. So, you know, um, here comes time to leave for the trip. I reassure my partner before I leave the house, I say, you know, I'm going, you may not know the deeper meaning of this trip, but just know I'm doing this trip to come back a better person for the both of us. Straight up looked him in his eyes. I really was coming from my heart and soul when I said this. And I gave him a big hug and kiss. So we off, we're off to the airport. When we get to the airport and I get to taking my stuff out the car and I'm ready to leave and say goodbye, my partner comes and just gives me a pound, a fist bump. Be safe. We'll see you, we'll see you when you get back. And that was that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, all right. So I just get a fist bump and I take care. Okay. I took that as my sign. All right, you know what? We're just going to go full out now. Now I know where he stands. We are going to go full out on this pilgrimage and we are going to let loose, let go, release, let it flow and grow 100%. Like that was my whole intention. And that's exactly what I did, you guys. So here we go. We get to France. It's September 18th. And again, you know, on the flight, remember, I'm thinking about this whole, what just happened here? Like, it, literally, I'm coming here with my heart big and ready to grow. But at the same time, I feel like it's breaking because it's like my partner did not, did not, <laughs> just doesn't understand. You know, he just does not understand and just it breaks my heart because it's like I'm doing this to be a better person and to shake what no longer serves me. And, you know, it's kind of scary because at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, I'm coming in here to grow. And if losing this relationship is going to allow me to grow, I accept that, you know. And so, you know, as we're meeting up with the other people who we're renting the car with, so basically there was a group of five of us. We were all meeting for the first time. Um, two of us rode the plane together um, and then met with another, and then we picked up two others. But anyways, once we got to the car rental place where we were renting, it was called, it was called Gold Car. And I immediately look up and, you know, my signs are my birthday. My number is 0122 or 221, however you want to call it. But anytime I see 221 or 122, those are confirmations for me. And at the top of the sign, it said K0122. 
dot, dot, dot to K022. And I was like, all right, I'm in France. I see my first sign. All is going to be well. Here we go. We're going to start to heal. And literally, we started healing from that moment. You know, we finally get to where we needed to go. We're all um, settled into the retreat place. It's called the Heart of the Rose. It was basically like a private retreat center, a private home. It was beautiful. The surroundings is amazing. Like everything was just pure nature and just beautiful energy, right? So we there's 17 of us who made it um to this retreat, a total of 17 of us. And um, you know, seven days of excursion activities and whatnot, but you know, from day one, you, like, when we had our first ceremony, our first opening ceremony, you could tell that we, I'm, I'm going to start to go woo-woo here on you, but, like, you could tell we all set this time to meet together during that time and place to do what we had to do. I feel like it was like soul family coming together, meeting again after a long time. I can't even explain like how good it felt to be in an environment with such loving souls who are on the same frequency, who are in the same journey. I, it's just something that you have to experience to actually feel and know, you know? But anyways, our first day out, we went to the caves. There was three caves. And first, let me also tell you, like, this whole journey has been life, rebirth, life. I'm sorry, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth. Like, from the moment, day one, like, every day was a new death and rebirth. And so the first day, again, was these three caves. In the first cave we went to the first cave um we basically said our intentions we brought offerings we said our prayers and and basically you know like stayed in this cave now these caves are the caves that mary magdalene and yeshua and the scenes would visit and work in and and live in and like this first one, I, when I first went into the cave, I went to the very back and it was almost like it was a ditch because it was like you had to kind of like crawl into there and then you kind of like go in. So I don't know how to explain it, but when I went into that little ditch, I kind of like when I looked out, like I could see like it was a hiding place. It was a place where people kind of like felt, you know, like kind of like went into when I was laying in that little thing, in that little ditch, I laid belly to belly with the cave. And I said, thank you. I said, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Allowing me to be in this environment. Thank you for, you know, giving a home to the Essenes, to all the inhabitants that were in that space I was just giving so much gratitude and just saying thank you thank you thank you just for even allowing me to like be in France just wow just giving my gratitude for helping me get here 
to go on this journey so that I could remember and to also bring more light back home, you know? So after that, you know, I I put my offering, which were, I found three flowers, which represented Princess Sunshine. There were two yellow and one purple. And I put it into the little, there was like, in where I was, there was like a little like nook where I was able to stick the flowers in. And I said, thank you. I even sprayed my, my spirit water as my offering to spirit. And I just, thank you. I just was in so much deep reverence, you know, and just thank you. It was just so much like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then after that, we go into cave two. Cave two was, wow, it was just, wow. We received an essence before we, before we went into the cave. Now, I can't remember what essences we've had because we had so many during this trip, but I want to say I don't I want to say it was a rose essence. Um, but basically, before entering cave two, we received this essence and and I, I want to say it was for rebirth. And when we when I entered this cave. The moment I entered this cave. And started crawling up into it. These emotions just just kept coming out of me, like it was. It was so, it wasn't something I could control. It was just cries, deep cries. I felt some frustration where I was like literally like screaming, like guttural, like it was deep, and. That cave was magical. That cave, like, we were all purging in that cave. Not necessarily, like, bodily stuff, but, like, purging of emotions. I just remember as I was crawling to the top. Just tears just dripping. And my face and, like, my heart just, just letting it all go even though i wanted to try and control it it was like i couldn't that k was like give it to me you're gonna give me all of this right here right now and i did i allowed it to come out just like everyone else did and i remember turning on my back you guys i've been having pain and tension on the right side of my body and when I was laying on the ground of this cave, <laughs> the ground was absorbing the energy from my body. I could feel the fibers in my body like releasing, popping, cracking. I don't know. I just could, I could just feel my back just releasing. And as this was happening, I was like, I was saying thank you. Thank you, thank you. I was thanking spirit. I was also thanking myself. I was thanking the pain for being there and allowing me to know it was there. 
I said, thank you for being here. You no longer need to be here. I thank you. And that cave, I swear that cave. That cave took stuff out of me. I can't I can't even explain it, but I'm telling you, this cave took stuff out of me. And by the time we were done, like we left the cave, I just felt so light. I felt new. I felt reborn. And then we made our way to the third and final cave which was our quote-unquote rebirthing cave, our rejoicing cave, our celebration cave. This is where, like literally, we said all our thank yous. This is where we came to just be for a minute, you know? And when I was just laying in that cave, just just love, just so much love. I felt so much love, so much light. And the crazy part about it was that I realized that was me. I was love. I was light. This was me. And it was so profound. I mean, I still feel all the feels now that I'm telling you about it. I don't I wasn't even expecting this, but like all these feels like, you know, we're not separate. You guys, we are not separate. We are all one. And like I knew from that moment, like my I'm here to spread love and light and joy and peace and happiness and healing that's what I'm here to do and be like it was set in my soul and in my heart that I'm here to be love and joy for everybody I'm here to be a mirror of that for everybody you know and like it's so crazy to like have this revelation this I mean I knew I was love and light but like this whole experience was totally different. It was, it was different. I can't, I can't even explain it. <laughs> but going to these caves, man, that was day one. Day one, you guys. Can you imagine if I was feeling like this day one, what would happen the rest of the trip? <laughs> Again, I told you this is going to be a two-parter segment show because there's a lot to share but man after that day one like wow yeah going home and coming back I mean like there's just no words I mean not coming home to San Diego but coming back to the retreat place where we were like it was yeah it was something and then the same day you know same night, we do a what we called a multi-dimensional lullaby, and so my mentor, friend, brother, teacher, um, Thomas, he basically channels what needs to come through, and uh, yeah, it was a magical experience. Um, I want to back up a little bit, so like how our days went for our pilgrimage, we always did like a movement practice in the morning. 
and then we did chakra toning to clear our channels. Then we had breakfast, and then like a cacao ceremony, um, and then whatever thing excursion we had planned for the day. Then we would come back, have dinner, and then an evening sound journey. And that was our like thing every day. And it was just such a magical, ugh, every day was so magical. Day two, we went to the waters. And again, we, um, we traveled to the waters. We basically did a baptism and not in a religious sense, but more so of a leaving behind of what was and basically baptizing into our new life how we're going to show up how we're going to be and and you know and so when we did that what's so crazy is um so again we received another essence and this time this essence which i do remember was the whale song essence and what was so powerful about this one is the whale song essence was actually collected from the waters where the whales were. Um, so the person who was um, administering the essence basically said that the person who collected this water, this essence, was was guided to go to these waters to collect the waters from the whales. And the whales were there when, you know, she collected it. But basically, once the whale essence was placed into the waters, it is said that the waters become stronger. And so as we were getting our baptisms, when it was my turn, I walked up to the facilitator. Thomas had a conch shell. And with each person, he would blow the conch shell into the hearts. And again, it's channeled. So not everyone had the same conch shell sound. Um, but mine, when I got mine, sounded like an elephant. Um, and what happened was, once he did that, I went into the water, I dipped in, came back up, and, ah, man, I, energetically, there's something about setting the intention and then doing it and then coming out of it energetically. I felt like, again, another death and rebirth, like, I said my vows to what I wanted to, sh how I wanted to show up. I said my vows of how I wanted to live my life and how I wanted life to be. And I don't know. I felt like I got new eyes that day as well, you know, and as a rebirth. <laughs> now, I can't even, I can't, I don't know where I was going with this, but, um, Anyway, so, you know, we go through the baptism, and after the baptism, we sang our songs to the waters. We, it was such a beautiful thing, like, we gave gratitude to the waters, we sang to the waters, and it also was a remembrance for me that I am the water, that my, my being is from the waters, and... I'll go into more of this later, but like during this trip, I was remembered. I remember that I was a high priestess um, during the times of Lemuria. And also, I also received a remembrance that I was a high priestess during this time with Yeshua Mary Magdalene. I actually worked in the temples of Isis, 
helping to bring light to those who had darkness. And I remembered that through my work, through my work, I was able to help people move along their way, which is also why in my lifetime now that I'm truly coming into what I came here to be and remember, and that is that healer, that lover, that person of light, that person to shine, to help people come out of their darkness, to help people remember who they are. Like that was one of those major things from this trip was remembering my heart and my gifts and my light. And I still can't fathom what I felt and what I saw because it was it was just so beautiful and I can't believe I'm that, you know? And, and I felt it in my body body and I'm and I'm just trying to bring that all into existence 100% of the time and yeah okay I'm gonna go through one more experience and that is going to be day three which was one of the most craziest things I've experienced in my entire life so there were two trips up Mount Bugarak, which is the very, very special mountain, very sacred mountain. The first trip up, we went to the womb of the cave, a uh, womb of the of the mountain. The second one, we went to the very top, which was the summit. And for this one, I'm going to just talk about the womb experience, which is a cave. Um, and wow, I don't even know where to begin. So it was our intention for this voyage to be a vision quest. So it was the intention to go up this mountain silent so that we can gain clarity, receive our messages and whatnot as we, you know, work our way up to the cave. So I took the opportunity to view this vision quest or this this journey as a reflection of my life path. And uh, as we're, you know, going through walking up this mountain, I want to say it took about an hour and a half this time around. Um several things have happened things that you can't even explain um you know we're first walking everything's fine of course you know we're going up a mountain so we start to incline and I'm you know I first started out you know at the front because I'm so excited and I can't wait to get to the cave and whatnot and then I quickly realize my fitness level isn't so great, right? So I was like, fuck, I need to slow down. I need to, you know, relax. But at the same time, I started, you know, out of nowhere, I, these emotions start coming again. <laughs> I mean, this was a whole, like, again, like this whole trip was about emotions and releasing and 
whatnot. Again, death and rebirth, death and rebirth, right? So, you know, there's times I'm, I'm, you know, walking and I start to like tears just start coming down. Like you can't control it. Like this mountain is like, no, you are going to give me your shit. <laughs> and again, one of those things where I was like, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to resist it. I'm going to allow whatever comes through, comes through. Now, you know, like I said, I'm crawl, I'm, I'm walking, I'm climbing up this mountain. I'm slipping, I'm falling. There's times where like the gravel, like you're trying to climb, but yet you're not going anywhere. There were a couple of those times. And I remember trying to climb up one time and I was like, it was like the rocks just kept going, but I wasn't going anywhere. And then I just started crying. I just was, I cried. And I'm like, why am I crying? You know, at that moment was when I had my epiphany moment. I was like, Sarah, this is your life. You, like, I also was crawling, you know. I had to get down on the ground. And, like, I was like, look, you've learned to crawl. You've learned to walk. You stepped forward. You fell back. You take two steps forward. You slip, you fall, you get down, and you get back up. I wanted to give up a few times because I felt like I was keeping the crew behind because I was the one of the last few. There were times where I was like, I can't. And I remember one of my brothers there just picked me up by the backpack and was like, come on, we're going. The mountain and the cave is not going anywhere. You find your rhythm and you go with that. And again, there was another epiphany moment. It was like a new imprint was, was bestowed upon me. If you are going on a journey and you're with the right people, they're going to lift you up. They're going to encourage you. They are going to keep you going. And then not only that, but I also realized that my path, I did not have to rush. I did not have to be at a certain pace. I learned that I had to just go at my own rhythm. That everything is always going to be aligned for me. You know, like things are always going to work out for me. You know, when I learned that I couldn't keep up with the group and then I had to fall back, that was like my moment of you no longer need to force anything, Sarah. You don't have to force shit. <laughs> Quit doing that shit. You are just going to allow yourself to do the things you do when it feels right and it feels good. Because when I found my own rhythm climbing this mountain, it was smooth sailing, you guys. Smooth fucking sailing. In a sense, it was like I was trying to compete, but I wasn't. I was more trying to compete with myself, but I was like, nah, man, that has been my thing. I try to force things and force things when it's not the right time. And 
now, now I do not force shit. If it comes to my heart, I will follow it. If it excites me, I'm going to follow it. You know, like I, like going up this mountain was like a full on realization that damn Sarah, everything is going to work out when it's supposed to. There is no more need to worry. You know, I am fully supported. I mean, also reflecting on how I even got to the mountain. Like, I'm just like, whoa, I am fully fucking supported. <laughs> you know, and I haven't even talked about going into the cave yet. <laughs> you know, I've just had this realization like, wow. When you're with the right group, when you're with the right people, they're going to support you. They're going to lift you. They're going to... There's nothing behind anything, if that makes sense. Like, there's no other motive other than to allow you to help you move, if that makes sense. You know, we also, you know, by the time we got to the top or to the place where the cave was, where the womb was, again, I cried. I cried because, dude, that felt like a lifetime that I climbed that mountain. And, you know, like there were when we would stop and take breaks because we were waiting for the rest of the group. And, of course, I was one of the last ones like I would get that second win and be like, oh, I made it. I made it. And then I would cry a little bit because it was like, fuck, that shit was hard. <laughs> that shit was not fucking easy at all. At fucking all. So, you know, I got to the top. We had our cacao ceremony. Again, just giving all my gratitude, all my gratitude, like everything was about gratitude this trip for me. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you how I got here, everything. Oh, everything was about thank you. Like, I'm here, I'm fucking here. And when we got finally got into the cave, man, whoo, hoo, hoo, man, this cave again is another magical cave. This one was a cathedral cave. Before we participants could go in, the facilitators went in and opened sacred space. They lit candles, you know, sang some songs to, you know, get the space ready. And then they came up and got us. So, you know, when we get into the, when we first enter the cave, you kind of go down this little decline. And then there's a little hole that you would actually have to climb into to actually go into the cave. And that's the actual womb. When we, when you actually enter the womb, oh, you have to enter feet first and you kind of have to like shimmy your way down into the cave. And like when you get in there, it's like moist, it's a little wet, it's cold, it's dripping in there. And it's huge, man. Like you actually have to go further down. So you're like, going down this decline to get to the bottom and um when you are walking down this cave you can just feel the energy it's totally different from the outside world it was just oh, I, if you're someone who can feel energy and know the difference between different areas oh my goodness there you could just you could just feel it Anyways, we go down into the cave and, you know, we are 
we open sacred space, we start singing and toning as an offering for the cave. And, you know, as during part of the ceremony, first of all, let me go back. You know, we forget down there to the bottom of the cave. And, you know, again, as I mentioned, there's candlelight. During a part, portion of the ceremony, we actually turn out the lights and it's pitch black, pitch, pitch black. Now, when I say pitch black, pitch black, you can't see shit. <laughs> and we're singing and I open my eyes. I kid you not. I see two shining balls of light in the distance. One like in front of me, but like further. And then one near the top where we entered the cave. But you, there's no light there. So I was like, holy shit, am I seeing this? I blink my eyes multiple times. I look left, I look right. And then I look back up at the top. Yep, I see two bright lights. Two balls of light. I was like, thank you, Spirit, for allowing me to see you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And like, so, you know, we're doing our ceremony, doing our things. And my facilitator mentor says the elementals want to come through. So we stop singing and this drum beat comes in. I kid you not, you guys. Once the beat comes in, my body automatically starts dancing. Dancing. Okay, let me tell you, my right shoulder goes up, then it drops. My left shoulder goes up, and then it drops. And then, like, it's like my chest goes forward, and then it goes back. And then it goes the opposite direction, like symmetry, right? I am not a pop locker, but I was pop locking like a mother in there. Like, literally, from the base of my hips, it felt like my vertebrae by vertebrae, it was like staircase. It was like a staircase. At least that's to me what it felt like. It was like my my spine was just going. But it was like my body was dancing. It was like vertebrae. It was like I can't even explain it. But basically, I it was like my body was like doing a wave, but it felt like a staircase because I could feel like my vertebrae going one at a time. It was and then, you know, then my body would switch direction. So it was almost like a chanting kind of dance, like tribal in a sense. And I just let my body go. I just let it did its thing, you know, and through the whole drumbeat. It was like the most fascinating thing, but it also did not feel like I was possessed or anything like that. It was just more of a, I don't know. I just let my body go. Right. And so then there was this other time where I'm going to give you a visual. So think about where your heart is. I literally am standing. And if you think about pumping your chest, like if you're trying to do exaggerate your heartbeat, that's what my body was doing, but on its own. And what it felt like it like, so again, um, my chest is pumping like it's my heart is pumping and then it speeds up. And then my head kind of drops back in a sense. It's almost like it was like, okay, I'm going to do the sound, but it's like, forgive me, but it was like, I kind of one of those things, but like it was coming out of my chest and it felt like my heart was opening. My chest was opening and like whatever 
was left in there that was dark or whatever like was coming out and at the same time that it was like vibrating and like coming out it was a bunch of love and light coming in replacing that but tenfold like I want to say it was like a resurrection like a true resurrection like I I can't even explain it I'm gonna keep saying that I can't even explain it because I honestly don't know how but yeah so like my chest was going it was going super duper fast and then once like I felt like the transmission was done then it was like my body slowed down and then I was able to breathe normal and then again I was like what just happened here and I'm standing there my shoulders literally feel like they're dropped back and down like I literally feel like I have a new heart and chest, 100%, 100%. And again, you know, as that's happening, uh, like, at you know, at the end of it, I'm crying because I'm like, whoa, <laughs> spirit, thank you so much. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like... <laughs> I am not someone who can see things usually. I'm more of a feeler. I'm more like I feel things versus see things. So when I was able to see that light, like I was just amazed. Like, wow. Yes, I saw spirit. I sure did. I saw spirit. And my eyes did not deceive me. And I'll tell you more about what I see <laughs> in part two of my of my sharing of this experience but yeah I would basically I would say it's safe to assume I definitely had some energetic shifts I've definitely had some physical and emotional healing and this is again just day three the first three days <laughs> like <laughs> I can't I can't even yeah, I just can't even. And I feel like I'm still missing some things, you know. Um, but it's okay because I'm sure it'll come through again, you know, in part two of my of my episode here. Um, but yeah, after that experience and coming out of that womb again, just feeling like a new person like literally feeling like I have new eyes just everything looked different it felt different I felt more in tune I felt like I belonged here like I truly am meant to be here in this time and space like this is my time you guys this like I feel so much more embodied i feel so much more love more joy ah oh, man I can't even explain it but yeah so anywho <laughs> yeah Whew, that's all I'm gonna share with you today I feel like I've been rambling but uh yeah that was the first three days of my experience and oh and then again um you know also leaving the mountain 
after going through that cave experience, I saw a motorhome with, again, my numbers 22-1. Again, after that experience, I just knew in my heart that what I've been praying for and asking for is happening and is still happening. Like, I can't, it's still happening. It's, I'm still integrating everything. And I'm just, again, 100% so much filled with gratitude, you guys. Gratitude is one of the biggest keys to being able to manifest and bring in anything into your life. Start with gratitude. Start there. <laughs> and then, then ask for what it is you want. But with that being said, I'm going to leave you with that. That, you know, whatever you put in your heart, whatever is a full body fuck yes for you no matter what the outside has to say about it go for it follow your heart it is meant for you to do so again remember that heart is your compass follow it it knows where to go. And I will leave you here with my heart-centered ah. Ah, 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 ah. Wow, that sun was surely shining through today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Let the Sun Shine In. I truly appreciate you tuning in and being open and enlightened by today's conscious conversation. I invite you to share your love by rating, subscribing, and or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the best and only way to let me, Princess Sunshine, know you're enjoying the sun and to keep on shining. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to all of my goodies, including my socials and booking links. Until next time, Keep on shining!